0: This is Damon with the Tiny House Experts. I am at the Building Futures event for high schoolers here in the western slope of Colorado area and uh, today I'm with the chairman who has uh, chaired this event and uh, you put all this together. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you've done here, what you've accomplished today?
1: Well thank you first of all. Um, My name is Hope Medina and um, I do chair the Building Futures Committee and this was created back in 2017. And the idea was to kind of bring those high school students the experience of what contractors are and the whole construction field all together and originally we have an event that we've done for five years now in steamboat springs nice and we brought it over here to montrose this is our second event so the students get the opportunity to visit various stations get exposed to the different um disciplines that you'll find in construction and it's great.
0: I think the, kid, the 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 first thing I noticed right out of the gate this, this event and the last one, I was we were here last year too, was the the involvement, the interest level and the, the excitement on the faces of the, the female students.
1: Yes, I'm so There's glad. So you many
0: girls that. here. it was amazing. I-
1: To be quite honest, the first picture I took was the first thing I saw were the girls jumping in to move those CMU blocks to create that wall. They're there. They're grouting. They're doing the whole nine yards. Yeah. They jumped right on it. Last year, um, we had a female student that she was the first one to get up onto the shed to shingle it. None of the...
0: Other That's students amazing.
1: did it. They were up there. They were cutting the steel studs. Yep. They were all over it. We love that. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: We shared, uh, we've we shared on another episode of our podcast, Natalie and I, that one, we're a woman-owned small business, mm-hmm. and we shared this with all the ladies today. We are like, you guys probably don't know this, but 65% of who we sell tiny houses to to build, not not completely finished, but tiny house kits to go home and build yourself, 60 plus percent of those are single females that buy those under the age of 30
1: yeah i'd believe it yeah i'd believe it
0: so it was it was cool to see them you know that i would imagine that some of those are going to probably uh enter the the homeowner market through a, a tiny house at some point you know having heard the questions that we that we fielded today and seeing you know there are other station over here where we're doing some some uh some framing construction with the kids it was it was almost always the the ladies that were gloving up and jumping in there and getting their, getting, getting, their, uh, getting their construction on. It was awesome to watch. Um, what, what is the, uh, you, had, you had talked about uh, the company you're affiliated with kind of helping uh, stand behind this event because obviously they're a, they're a regional employer, we're a regional employer, and it's important for area businesses to be able to um, draw from local employment pools. And we're not from here. We moved, we moved our business over here from Denver, and we quickly found out how much more difficult it was in a, in a more sparsely populated area to find qualified staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, is one of those first things that give kids an opportunity to, to come meet with employers or business owners that are you know, going to be looking for, for future uh, you know, workforce from the local area first if they have the skill set. Would you speak to that just a little bit?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I've got some great success stories for you. I love those. Um, now, here in Montrose, because it is only our second one, and last year it was the sophomore students that um, participated mm-hmm. with it. In our Steamboat Springs event, we get um, anywhere from sophomores to juniors and seniors. But since we've had it uh, going for so many years that we have, we have had three students who attended that who have been hired on by one of the local contractors in the area nice so it's very it and one of them was a uh summer job which was great because they got to get exposed to it and then they were really excited when they came back to the event the next year because they were kind of that yeah yeah i'm strutting the stuff i know all this i did this last summer like this is so so. old news yeah but Back Loving when I was it. a
0: kid, I did this too, right? <laughs> yeah, last exactly. year. Yeah, exactly. We hired, a, we hired a welder from here last year.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. That is excellent to know. I'll add you to the list. Yeah,
0: please do. We, uh, we were um, Ray, I forget his last name now. Um, he wasn't with us for a terribly long time. He had to move out of state. There were some family uh, things. But, uh, yeah, he was in high school, and uh, he was a senior. And he was in the welding program at his high school. And it was in, um, it was down south. It was not Ridgeway, but somewhere down there. And I said, uh, I'll hire you on as an apprentice while you're still in school. When you get your welding certificate and your graduation certificate, when you get your diploma, bring those to me, and I'll hire you on full-time as a welder. And he did. And he worked for us for about a year, and then they moved to Arizona, I think. He and his family, had some, some plans changed. But... Yeah, it was fun to actually, you know, see some kids go through that process. Like, I met you at this event, and then I came back later, and now I'm working for you at this uh, at this place that I thought was really cool to build tiny houses. And um, so, in the in the scope of things, what's is is there a is there a growth path for this program? Do you have do you have plans to go future bigger in the future? I guess to to bring in more kids. I know that there was. There was something that happened kind of at the last second today where where not all the schools were able to send all of the kids that had signed up to come, and I don't know how that happened, but we ended up kind of missing about a half a day worth of of time with the kids this afternoon. So what happened there?
1: Uh, Well, originally the setup was going to be we had the Montrose School District, and they were going to run their kids through in the morning, Mm -hmm. and then the other schools, the um, uh, Ridgeway and Olathe and Uh, those locations Delta they were gonna come in the afternoon and from my understanding there just was a a timing issue so then everybody came in the morning so we had about 600 students um, all at once in the morning oh it was busy I'll tell (laughs) you and you were popular
0: (laughs) we we felt it Um, it was awesome we had uh, I think we probably spoke to 10 or 12 groups of kids how many how many there were a few stragglers like there were some groups that were just kind of lost and wandering around and they just pop in hey. yeah
1: you had you had a lot of the the uh, uh the orphans you had the orphans <laughs> they made themselves orphans <laughs> to come see you
0: <laughs> they oh we just conveniently got lost oh look there's a tiny house let's all oh, go well, over there follow and the see stairs. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a lot of fun um that the kids are it, it's it's really cool to hear the questions asked um I was I was addressing some of the young ladies in the in, in one of the earlier groups, and they said, um, "How much is a tiny house?" and "How much, uh, you know, how long would it take me to build a tiny house?" And I asked her, "What what are what are you going to go to school for when you get out of high school?" And she said, "I'm going to be a nurse." And I said, "Then you would be one of those people that that buys a tiny house and probably travels the country, going from nursing contract to nursing contract." uh and and doing very well like that um but if you want to if you you can build it for about as half as much about half as much as you can buy it for so if you if you build it yourself with our help it'll cost this but if you want to buy it done it'll cost this much more and she kind of she goes well that's really expensive to have you guys build that and i said well then you can learn how to do it yourself and you can fire me and yeah. you don't have to. And she was <laughs> like, oh,
1: yeah, what a great idea.
0: <laughs>
1: it's always good to fire someone, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: she was fun, that that young lady. So I I, I appreciated her, her input and her, her banter today in the conversations with, with the other kids. But they were really, it, it's, you know, we go to festivals and, and tiny house shows and stuff. And. We see all the time how excited people are when they can walk in right through the front door. Your mind just starts working, doesn't mm-hmm. it? You start, oh, I'm going to do this over here. I can put that over there and look. At I could make this work. And everybody, we watch everybody go through that process visually through the through the threshold of a tiny house, and to see the kids do it because it, it, it's their. They don't have a filter yet, do they? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it's all over their face. They're like, Oh my gosh! I can't. You know, can I really do this? And when we tell them, I'm like, you know, gosh, you, you're talking about something that's. And I was giving numbers to these kids because I want them to think about that early. I was like, what are you going to do if you don't have a hundred grand saved up to put down on your house in your hometown in five to ten years when you want to build or buy here? You just you're stuck. So, show of hands, who's got fifty grand in their pocket that they've been saving for <laughs> a house since they were three years old? No hands went up. Not surprising. And uh, I said, "Well, let me give you a let me give you some hope." I said, "You guys can build a you can buy a trailer for anywhere from five to twenty grand, depending on the size of it, and you can buy a tiny house kit for probably that much more to go on top of it, and you pay as you go, build as you build as you pay even, and eventually, you have a free and clear house out of the thing, and it's mobile. You can take it with you, and they just saw the the eyes lighting up like." You're you're right. I can do that, and and again, it was it was a lot of the the ladies. They're mm-hmm. like, this this has just changed my whole path. Yeah, from here forward, where it's I go options. now. Yeah,
1: you just gave them another option, which is the whole intent of what we're trying to do here is just give them more options. Yeah. And what I love is when they walk into the tiny house that you have and you brought here is that it's a blank slate. They see the bones of it. Mm -hmm. They don't see Mm -hmm. a put together. Everything's all stage and beautiful tiny home. They get to see those studs. They get to see all that and they get to envision what it could be. And you can tell those kids are already envisioning Mm -hmm. what it could be.
0: I watched them painting their canvas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could see the, you could see the work being done. It was really, really cool. Um, 600 kids. Uh, I, I think more schools need to be involved in these kind of programs. Um, you look at th- this is what I this is a statistic I shared with the kids, and then I'll I'll stop talking. But I uh, I told them I said you're going to spend 100 and f- between 100 and 150 thousand dollars getting a, a liberal arts education that's going to make you uh, you know a documented, papered you know college graduate. And that's a wonderful thing in certain career fields. It's mandatory in many. And for those career paths that don't require that, that were on display here today, they're an almost instant path to a six-figure income. Once they complete their training and get their certificates of completion or do a journeyman program or whatever it is that they have to do, I shared with the, with the group earlier, I said, we've we've got welders that are making six figures in the in. In the western slope of Colorado, yeah. it's it's very very attainable, and uh, not all of them are male. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of eyes, you know, you saw the eyebrows just wow, you know, like the. I said I would always hire a, a lady welder before I'd hire a guy welder because they're smarter and better at it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs>
0: that's the. <laughs> it's not. It's 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 facts is what it is. Um, they don't try to force anything. They think it through a little little better than the guys do. And I think many probably have feel like and, and are made to feel like they maybe have something a little extra to prove when they're in a predominantly male working environment like skilled trades and construction and things like that. And I was, I was really poignant today to, to bring that to note that ladies, don't be afraid to go in there and get these jobs. Oh,
1: absolutely. You'll get hired first. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, smart employers want a mixed variety of, of, of workforce, because it blends better, there's better cohesion. Um, my my uh, my rather rough around the edge welder fabricator guys uh, shape up a little bit more when they're working next to to <laughs> female counterparts that are on the welding floor with them. They just behave a little better, and I, I really I, I appreciate that. And so does our, our product, our our customer base. Uh, they they think this is the coolest thing ever. It's a woman-owned small business, and. That we have lady welders that build their foundations for their tiny houses, and we've had them ask, "Can I just have the girls build mine?" I'm like, maybe I'll do. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so, <laughs> fun stuff. And this is how we change that. Uh, we get that stigma out of the construction trades. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, I was just so energized to see more girls than guys, and more 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 questions coming from the ladies. You know, of course, like I said. A moment ago guys already got it all figured out don't they they don't have to ask any questions my dad does this I know what I'm doing I've done and the ladies are like so how much is this how much longer would it take me to you know you could just see him working through a process of ownership really they're they're putting themselves in this thing they're like when I go off to college I'm going to own this or I'm going to come close to it and it's done (laughs) so what do they do
1: because well one first point I want to bring up is the the nice thing is uh, I think there's becoming an understanding that, you know what, we're always going to need plumbers because let's face it, pipes break, there's lots of deals. We always need electricians. Yes. I don't know if you've seen that the latest and greatest commercial. They have this oh, the guy pushes the wrong button in the electrical panel and then it says, there's always going to be a need for electricians. No. i like, I loved it. Um, so... It's one of those, I think there's a starting to become a reality mm-hmm. and an understanding that, you know what, we're always going to need those types of trades. Yeah. Now, what I'll tell you is for the booth that I had, it was a plans examiner's booth, you know, mm-hmm. showing them kind sure. of what we do. And I had a contest going. We split them, I split them up into teams and, you know, I had different symbols that you would see on plans. Yeah. And I said, okay, so what's this one? And they had to shout it out. What I will tell you is the very first one I had. It was the boys against the girls. The girls tortured up on the boys. <laughs> they had it down. They figured out that I had the symbols listed on the display. So all they had to do was look at the display, and it, they would figure it out. The guys were looking at the plan in front of them and couldn't figure Head it out. Head scratching
0: still. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm just saying that was my experience today.
0: You, you made my point very clear. <laughs> I, yeah. you made my point very clear. Uh, so, ladies, if you're out there watching and you didn't make it to today's event, make it sh- make it a point to go to uh, a career fair where they have construction trades or uh, the skilled trades. Learn how to be a welder. Learn how to be a painter. Learn how to be uh, an electrician or a plumber. Because, like she said, you, we need them. And uh, one of the st- I know this statistic well because I employ a large number of welders. Is there's 250 thousand of them retiring from the US workforce in the next decade and there's only 25,000 enrolled in CTE education programs behind them
1: well what's even scarier behind that because I'm in the code you know the code official world where the plans examiners and so forth Uh, a study was done um, seven eight years ago and basically said in the next five years 50% of the workforce will be retired um, retired. they're at the retirement age and then when they did the survey, 85% of those that would, are at the retirement age were going to be retired. And I'll tell you right now, building departments, construction nobody companies, they're desperate trying to find anybody. And there's just nobody to fill it because there's been this gap of, of a stigma mm-hmm. about going into the trades.
0: Right. So yeah, the trades isn't always just wearing a tool belt and being on a ladder with a hard hat, is it?
1: Not at all. No. Not at all. No, it's
0: not. <laughs> this is this is such a fun event, and the the kids of this area need it because the, without it there's a lot of times they 'll go unexposed to so many of the things that they saw here today and got to experience and touch and feel and kind of kick the tires on and see if it's something they have any interest in in the future and we invited everybody down to the plant we're like come down and come oh, down wonderful. and see what we do yeah. you know come see how these things are built and how they're born and um, maybe something'll catch your eye just ask questions you know so um, if you are in the western Colorado area and you do happen to find yourself in Montrose, Olathe area, please look us up. We're happy to give you a tour. Uh, 1001 Industrial Boulevard, Olathe, Colorado. TrailerMadeTrailers.com is our website. And uh, what is uh, what's the – there was you were asking me yesterday to plug a couple of people. Why don't you plug oh, them for us?
1: Yes. Uh, one is uh, the uh, Building Futures uh, Committee. That would be hashtag Building Futures. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, the other one that I wanted to do a shout-out to is Kota uh, Associates. They ha, uh, sent quite a few of their employees here to help out with the event. Yeah, they and did. And, of course, I will admit that I am also of, an employee. You got to go on the field trip. I, I got to go on the field trip. I orchestrated that. <laughs> but you were the field
0: trip, trip boss. so you you were going either way
1: but those are the the two and the colorado chapter of international code council they are the ones that created this committee that i have the privilege of um chairing and was able to bring these type of events all over colorado
0: yeah this is amazing we had as many um professional colleagues i would Mm -hmm. say that came in and Wanted to ask us questions about this. They're like, oh, you know, I have seen them on TV, but I know nothing about what's what's under the hood, so to speak. So they it was good that they got to come out and see some of that stuff too. Yeah. I was absolutely. I was I was glad that Shum's Coda put this on. Uh, three sheds that were being auctioned off. The kids didn't build much of those today, it didn't seem like, but last year they were they were all elbows, man, no, just getting were. it. And they this were, year they but were I just noticed spectators.
1: I was watching the metal shed get built and I did see all that effort in uh, putting up on the roof mm-hmm. and that was great seeing them all of them lifting it up putting it all together yeah. working together that's one of those things that sometimes you may not get but they definitely were working together
0: yeah if you hang a piece of big steel over their heads they're oh, kind I of forced so. to work together right <laughs> that is
1: true. That like is work true. together
0: or perish <laughs> <laughs> well, well
1: that's a valuable lesson to learn too isn't it yeah
0: might keep you employed down the way too um, and alive and alive uh this so i'm going to wrap this up with uh a, th- a big thank you to you your organization your committee that chaired this event the ICC for the state of colorado shumskota um dan i know dan reardon yes. thank you dan dan you you've done a wonderful job uh we appreciate you thank you so much for all the hard work that you helped your team out with and the rest of the team from shumskota uh From the Tiny House Experts, my name is Damon. I am the co-owner of Trailer Made Trailers with my beautiful wife and boss, Natalie. Shout out to all you Tiny Housers out there. And we will see you in June at the Tiny House Festival in Colorado. Make sure you sign up and get your tickets early for that. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, everyone.